Roger, roger. Now this is pod racing. What have I done? You're under arrest, Chancellor. I shouldn't have done that. It's not the Jedi way. How rude. How rude. But I was going to Natasha Station to pick up some power converters. Sir, I am fluent in six million forms of communication. I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. What a piece of junk. I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my father. I got a bad feeling about this. Evacuate? In our moment of triumph? I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. <laughs> Scruffy-looking nerf herder. Who's Scruffy-looking? You seek Yoda. <laughs> Hello, what have we here? I am your father. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. It's a trap! Chewie, we're home. May the Force be with you. The Force will be with you, always. May the Force be with us. The Discerning Geeks Portal. Well, that smells stinking with. Welcome back to the Discerning Geeks Portal, the only podcast where we have hosts who can't decide on a rating system, horrible sound effects, get hassled by their voiceover robots, and sometimes take a discerning look into all things geek. Joined by my best friends, Dave, Todd, and Preston. Guys, how are you? Good, good, good. I'm I'm still bothered by the whole horrible sound effects thing, but if you're going to keep saying that every time, then I'll just have to let it go. Hey, I edited once, so you know, I carry my share of horrible sound effects. I actually have been very impressed with our sound effects. Yeah, our sound effects are pretty good, actually. All things considered. It's the best use of public domain since Sherlock Holmes. Well, public domain, plus a little, hopefully, fair use. Well, today is a very, very special day because we've finally gotten around to the topic that we've had waiting Four months. We are finally ranking all the Star Wars movies. Thank goodness. It took us like eight months. Oh yeah, no, there, there have been some delays <laughs> in some of our topics. <laughs> right after this short break. Um, well, I'm glad we're doing this. And I'm happy to be here with you guys. So uh, let's just hop right in. And I'm going to explain how we're going to go about this really quickly. So... What we're going to do, and you can play some background music over this, Todd. Okay. Some nice, like, elevator music. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through all three trilogies, rank all nine episodes uh, from worst to best uh, individually, and then we'll roll for initiative and whatever. And then we'll go to Rogue One and Han Solo, and then we'll rank those as like honorable mentions and then we can talk about any other pieces of storm force media that we would like probably mandalorian stuff like that like if we had to rate those where would they go uh we could rate tv shows and we are also going to be rating how we rank each individual trilogy the first second and third so we're gonna do that right after we rank all nine so this is gonna be fun i'm excited Strap in, listeners. It's our Lord of the Rings episode. We're going four hours. <laughs> Crap. Oh, dear. Well, lots of ranking, and some of this I wasn't prepared for. Okay, so did you say we're rolling for initiative? Yeah, if you guys are ready, grab your dice. Let's roll for some okay. initiative, see who gets to talk about how much they hate this first movie first. Okay, 18. 15. Thank goodness. 13 18 here's where the suspenseful music comes in okay tiebreaker of 11 
12. Okay, all right. Preston's first. Preston, Todd, me, and then Dave. So Preston gets to start us off with his least favorite Star Wars trilogy movie. Whenever he's Star ready. Wars Episode Nine: The Last Skywalker is the worst thing since my legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's confusing. The cuts are bad, and everything happens too quickly. Disney, I think, just rushed us to the theater to try to milk Star Wars fans out of more money. But now they have Disney Plus, and they can just milk you for $15 a month whenever they want. Wow, that was pretty apt. Is there anything more specific? No, it's it's a terrible, terrible movie. Yeah, it really it's, is. Um, it's just bad. It's pretty bad. I haven't even seen it, as we talked about before the podcast, because I knew it was going to be so bad. But Todd... You'll probably say something very similar, and it's your turn, so go ahead. Okay. At the very bottom for me is Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Wow. Yeah. And wow. And that one is tough because that one and one other, <laughs> it, it, I've kind of gone back and forth over which one is worse, uh, but... Yeah, Attack of the Clones is at the very bottom, and I can sum it up pretty well. Uh, first, I, I'll list a few good things about it. The urban scenery of Coruscant, the rural scenery of Naboo, and the fight between Obi-Wan and Jango Fett. Those are some redeeming qualities. But the things that put this one at the bottom, any moment at all between Anakin and Obi-Wan, any moment at all between Anakin and Padme, any moment of alleged humor, any moment of alleged action other than the one I mentioned, and the designs of every vehicle except maybe the Naboo shuttles. It's weird. Star Wars is supposed to be a spectacle, and I don't even like the planets, the aliens, the machines. And then all of the character interaction, it's all bad. All the dialogue, it's all bad. Uh, So, yeah, this is is at the bottom for me. I, I... I, I can't believe that this is this is wow this is this is new for me I've never seen somebody say that episode two was that bad I mean sure, I, we, certainly we, it's not like the best Star Wars movie ever but I mean it's it's not that bad you have not seen somebody say Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie you have not been on the internet <laughs> <laughs> really do people clown on Attack of the Clones? Yeah. Oh my god. Demon qualities of Attack of the Clones. Oh, oh my my wow. dear Andrew. There is so much waiting for you now. Oh my days. <laughs> well, all right then. So Todd, if you're done. I, I mean, uh, I could probably go into more detail, but we've got a lot to cover, so that that's probably good enough for now. Okay. So for me, my number nine is just like Preston, episode nine, the last step, the last Skywalker. I the rise of Skywalker. He said the last guy. It's rise of Skywalker. It's rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, and then episode eight is the last Jedi. Yeah, that's where the word last. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got confused. My bad. Well, that just proves to you how much I hate this movie. I don't even acknowledge it. 
or its existence or its name. Well, this whole trilogy, this whole last trilogy in general was like a kid whose parents were getting a divorce. And the parents were like, you know, you're too much like that other parent. And they were both saying that. So the first one is this one director. And then the second one has this other director. And then this last one is like this amalgamation, this hybrid, this mutant that is so utterly disgusting that it shouldn't even be acknowledged as a Star Wars movie. And it is an embarrassment to Star Wars. I hate it so, so much. And there was like one all right fight scene. And that was the only redeeming part of the whole movie. And it wasn't even cohesive. It's just bad. That's how I feel about it pretty much. Yeah, I think my feelings about it aren't as extreme as yours, but when I did skim through it recently to to try to judge it and, and re-rate it a little bit, it's got issues. It's got a lot of issues. It's got issues. Yeah. It's got daddy issues. But <laughs> that's enough about this movie. Dave, it is your turn, I believe. All right, so I'm going to, I guess we're going to split the difference here because, yeah, my absolute worst is episode two, The Phantom Menace. Wow. No. I'm sorry. I said said Phantom Menace. Oh, Attack of the Clones. Okay. I'm just glad I'm not the only one. No, yeah, yeah. There's so many. It's easy to get them mixed up, and I'm reading ahead on my chart at the same time I'm talking. Not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's drunk. Yeah. Episode two is the, the tops the list as far as the bottom for me. It's just a mess. I, I, it, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many things. There are, I mean, and, and I, I'm going to preface this and go ahead and say that for all of these movies, they have redeeming elements there are scenes in all of them mm-hmm. that it's like oh yeah that's awesome man that's what star wars is all about but then it's all the fluff around them that just loses you and and it gets lost in the weeds and to me that was episode two yeah sounds about right are you sure wait no it doesn't because episode two <laughs> was not that bad uh, I was thinking uh, about episode nine with how you were talking. Uh, <laughs> my, oh my! Well, all right. If you're done, Dave, are you I done? Am. we'll get back to that later down the list because I have some things to say. But Preston, it's your turn again, and as we go into number eight, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace is the worst thing since my court-reported lawyer, Larry David. I know you think he's the guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm, but he's actually a very skeezy guy with slick back hair and a bad overbite. Oh my. This was terrible. It ruined lives. There are literally two people that worked on this thing that flirted with suicide because of their participation in this movie. It's so bad. And, and, And Lucas made this movie... You know, knowing that he was he was setting himself up for failure. This was all just an experiment in marketing. This was all just to sell more toys. This was terrible. And we all went to go see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I even defended it for a little bit when I was 13 because it was a Star Wars movie and I just didn't like Titanic. 
Are we going to get sued by Red Litter Media? <laughs> probably, probably. But it, it'll be it'll be good to meet Mike and Rich and all them. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, wow. I don't think Phantom Menace is that bad, but as I look at my list, it's not far behind. So, I guess that makes sense. But uh, Todd, it's your turn. Next to the bottom for me is also the Phantom Menace. This is the other one that I kind of wrestled with. So first, the redeeming qualities. Qui-Gon Jinn, he's actually pretty cool. Uh, Theed, the capital city of Naboo, not the best name in the world, but the, the capital city itself, is it's designed very well. It looks very picturesque. I kind of like that. And probably the best thing about the movie is the three location battle finale. You've got a lightsaber battle, a fleet battle and a ground battle. And that kind of reminds me of return of the Jedi. And I do kind of like that. The worst aspects, Anakin Skywalker, Jar Jar Binks and Queen Amidala. Basically, Dave, I know you're always talking about how characters are kind of the driving force of a story. Uh, I don't like the fact that we get Anakin Skywalker as a kid. Jar Jar Binks is just terrible and no offense to the actor that played him. Uh, it's just the, the character that I have a problem with. And then Queen Amidala. I mean, I guess the character, the performance, and maybe even a little bit of the concept are kind of okay to a certain extent, but the monotone voice kind of gets on my nerves. I know it's ironic. I'm kind of monotone myself. We noticed. But I'm not a character in a, in a dynamic movie. Those are the, the main things. And also the, the movie's just kind of... I, I, I don't know. It's just not super interesting. And I think just at a fundamental level, I think it was a bad idea to have this trilogy about Anakin Skywalker, but start him so young that you have to have a different actor between the first movie and the second movie. And I think that just kind of screws it up as a trilogy of a saga. And, and I could nitpick it more, but like I said, we're, we're not doing deep dives. So um, yeah, that's, that's good enough. Yeah. Jar Jar was a, uh... A disgraced uh, viewers around the world. Jar Jar was bad. Jar Jar yeah, was he's really just too bad. silly. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. But he's a funnier character than we've ever had before. If he can if we can get him working, he'll sell a bunch of merchandise. You see, because all I really care about is the millions of dollars in, in toy sales. George Lucas was an empty, soulless husk of a film producer at that point. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jar Jar is bad. You're not holding back. <laughs> no. I guess Jar Jar is supposed to be like the C-3PO comedic relief of the film, but it just doesn't work. No. It's, it's, it's also mired in a lot of old 40s racial-based humor undertones that are not that great to dive back into if you really look at it yeah well uh okay moving on um it's my turn so for my number eight i had episode eight the last jedi and the reason i have it here is because every time i come across this movie i just get so unequivocally bored that i cannot actually finish the movie in one go like i i can't physically do it it's so bad i just don't think it works at captivating the audiences or at least my attention as a whole and at least with phantom menace it's so bad that i can pay attention to it and laugh at it you know but with this one it's just a 
bad film and I can't even pay attention or like focus on the film itself that it's just so boring. It's so bad at captivating my, my entertainment, my, my, my attention. It's just that bad. So that's why it's right here, right behind the rise of Skywalker. But, uh, I'm sure y'all will feel very similar about it. Um, I can't, I can't exactly argue with you um, because I have issues with that one too, but you would be surprised or maybe you wouldn't be, but you might be surprised by how many people out there actually score the last Jedi, either the top or close to the top. That's a very divisive movie. Here's the thing I'll say about the last Jedi right now is that there, there's two movies in The Last Jedi. One of them works, and one of them doesn't. So okay. when you combine the two together, you get kind of this middle-of-the-road product. Yeah, but when it, I'll, I'll get there. Yeah. Okay, It's kind of like what Dave was saying. There are redeeming parts of this movie. There are parts where I'm like, yeah, this is Star Wars, but the rest of it is just so boring to me that I cannot focus on this movie which is bad for a movie considering like the fact that its only purpose is to make you focus on the movie but uh that's 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 enough about this movie dave what's your number eight my number eight is actually the same the last jedi Um, oh wow and the reason is for me the intent for whatever reason, when this movie was made, and it kind of stands out and seems obvious to me now, I even rewatched it today, was to screw up everything they possibly could to make the next movie almost impossible to make. Yeah. And that's actually why I rate it lower than The Rise of Skywalker. Because for me, all the problems with the rise of Skywalker stem from the fact that they were having to retcon as much as they could from the last mm-hmm. Jedi. It went out of its way to intentionally screw stuff up. And it kind of made me mad. It has its moments. I, I love the scene where they're on the planet at the end. And of course, Luke is there facing down the entire army of the, uh, the first order. And, and that's awesome. Even with that, you could tell that they were trying to, well, we don't want to have Luke in the last movie. So let's just find a stupid way to kill him off. Cause it didn't even make any sense how they killed him off in the end. Everything that they were trying to do was to make it harder for the next movie. And that just, it blows my mind that it was even produced that way or made that way and somehow got through. It actually angers me that what episode two, I feel like, did by accident of just being kind of a sad, kind of not very good movie, The Last Jedi did it intentionally. No, we're going to really try to screw it up. And, and try to be intentional about taking away the key points of what everything that Star Wars is supposed to be about so the next person, you know, doesn't have a prayer to put anything coherent together. So that's that's my feelings on The Last Jedi. 
And it's why I give a little bit of a pass to the rise of Skywalker, uh, because coming after that, I, I don't know how they could have done much else. I mean, they just, there wasn't a whole lot to work with. It had to be kind of a mess of a story and jump around, but at least to me, it felt more like a, I want to be true to the star Wars saga, the star Wars name, the star war, what it is to be star Wars. I take it a little bit further, but I felt like it was very intentional that that was trying to be sabotaged. So, yeah, like I said, caught in a divorce. That's what this last trilogy is like. And it didn't have to be that way, but for some reason they gave him the green light. But does anybody have anything else to say about that? No. Um, I think I will later when, when it's up, in my list. Um, and we might yeah. need to keep the pace moving a little bit because we've got a lot of movies to, to talk about. Yeah, oh, no. It's been 20 minutes. Oh, no. Okay. Preston, yeah, number, seven. Number, seven. <laughs> uh, yes, number seven. Everybody's number seven. Yes, number seven. Or if we have to, we can make a two. Smith. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make a two-parter? Yeah, let's make a two-parter. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I agree with the two-parter sentiment because, as I say, this will be our Lord of the Rings episode. Um no, uh, number, what number are we on again? Seven. Number seven. Seven. Number seven. Number seven is Attack of the Clones. It's all CG all the time. We don't need, we don't need all of the clone troopers to be Boba Fett, but they're all Boba Fett because Boba Fett, hey, people like Boba Fett. Let's put more Boba Fett in your Boba Fett. No, it, it's bad. It's all CGI. Dialogue is terrible. I know everyone freaks out because of the Yoda lightsaber fight, but there are a lot of people that think that Yoda shouldn't use a lightsaber at all. And he should just be so powerful in the force. He doesn't need a lightsaber. I tend to concur. Hmm. Okay. Like it, it, it would have been so much cooler if it was just like him force pushing people or, Maybe he doesn't have to fight. Maybe he can just, you know, talk him down. Ooh, baby Yoda he must become. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> see? See? But you, you see what I'm saying. I do. You see, you see what I'm saying. It, it, it feels like a miss. It is a miss. And it's another miss in a long line of misses for Lucas in the in the prequel trilogies. Well, all right then. Uh, Todd, it's your turn. Number seven. Okay, number seven for me is episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, wait, waiting wow. for a little bit of reaction there. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, so wow. okay. the redeeming qualities of this movie, R2-D2, and the deviousness of the Chancellor. And that's really kind of it. The worst aspects, every aspect of Anakin Skywalker, all Anakin and Padme dialogue, the ridiculousness of the Emperor's deformity, all acting, and everything about the last hour. And I left out the, uh, what's the name of the um, coughing robot guy? Um, General Grievous. General Grievous, yeah. He's terrible, too. What? Um, and talking about General Grievous? 
Yeah, he's terrible. Oh, yeah. And also uh, super annoying is the sound that that giant lizard thing makes. So, yep. It's third from the bottom for me. Wow. Just wow. Okay. I don't even know how to react to that. Other than wow. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to talk about my number seven and we'll move on. So for me, number seven is episode number one, The Phantom Menace. I didn't like this too much whatsoever. I, I only watch it when I'm trying to like binge the whole original trilogy, which I do on occasion. Just for Revenge of the Sith, which Todd doesn't like apparently. But for me, this is just a complete filler movie. It doesn't have any really any real quality in it at all. So that's where why I put it here. Uh, I don't okay. really have too much to say about it because I don't feel that much about it at all. Dave, it's your yep, turn. I Number am seven. actually right there with you. Episode one, The Phantom Menace. Number seven. And for all the reasons that have already been stated, you get a cool pod race, but it felt like even watching the pod race, it was like, oh, cool. They figured out they wanted to make some kind of racing video game for Star Wars so they could sell it. And that felt like the whole reason it was in the movie. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't even like obvious why it would have been there. It was kind of like, hey, you know what we need? We need race. Why do we need a race? Because then we can make a racing game that people will play. We can sell that and market it. And that felt like the whole point. And that was the racing game was good, though. Okay. Highlight. I never played it. So, I mean, that was probably the highlight of the movie. And that's all I got. On to number six. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we feel the same. So, Preston, lead us off with number six. Number six. Star Wars Revenge of the Sith is terrible. Wow. It's awful. My soul. Why why do we why do we just just why? Why do we need Anakin Skywalker killing children? Why do we need Anakin Skywalker having weird conversations with the Emperor while a weird alien impregnation like opera is going on on stage why do we need any of that movie the the more interesting movie to me is the movie that happened the movie that they're talking about in the opening scene of revenge of the sith where it's like hey remember all these fun times that we had obi-wan yeah my dear friend anakin woo fun times and and you know (laughs) which is probably why the clone word card Clone War cartoon is more popular than the movie. <laughs> I mean, the Clone War cartoon is like so much better than the prequel trilogy. It should not even be mentioned in the same breath. Like, we, Disney has a long history of putting things in the vault that they don't want people to see. I'm looking at you, Song of the South. Which I think and, they should bring out. <laughs> and they need to put the prequel trilogy into the vault. What are the prequels? The prequels are the Clone Wars. You watch the you watch the Clone Wars, you're fine because you go through all like in the Clone Wars universe is what it is. They go through pretty much everything that happened. You don't need this cancerous tumor that is the prequel trilogy. Don't don't don't. Okay. 
Todd, 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 take it away. Okay, so we're at number six, right? So for me, that is The Rise of Skywalker. It's good to see Lando, Lando Calrissian again. I like that Maz Kanata gave Chewbacca a medal. And the victory hugs and Ray returning in Luke's X-Wing are somehow emotionally satisfying despite everything else being a mess. But it's just plain weird. Seriously, the Emperor again? Light speed skipping? Why have we never heard of that before? Oh, and is it okay to do spoilers? Of oh, course. Okay. Yeah. The the Chewbacca death fake out is really stressful. Uh, finding the underground artifact was way too much luck. Uh, why are new characters like Jana and Zoral Bliss and a new droid D Zero introduced this late in the game? Uh, the artifact that was found in the desert is kind of stupid. Uh, the last entire last, or excuse me, the entire last act is a convoluted, bloated mess. Uh, something about a force dyad, the emperor wanting Ray to kill him, but then wanting to take her and Ben's power. Uh, all the Sith, all the Jedi, uh, how fast the rebel fleet has assembled from a single message, uh, Ben giving his life force to save Ray, then him dying, the kiss, which nobody wanted. And, uh, and then the Rose character was kind of cheated and not given much to do. It's one of those movies where when I first saw it, I was like, is this good? Is this bad? I don't know. And I'm still not totally sure, but the more I see it, the more I lean toward the negative. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, what are we at? Fourth from the bottom. Yeah. Sad to say. And I forgot, but, uh, as far as grades, I could give grades along the way too. Uh, so attack of the clones was a D minus the Phantom Menace and revenge of the Sith were both D's. And then, uh, the rise of Skywalker, I give a C plus, but like that's what my numbers spreadsheet tells me when I grade it, but it feels more like a C. But that's it for me on that one. Speaking of kissing your cousin, why are Star Wars movies so obsessed with incest? I mean, well, they're not know, related. They're they're not related though. You know, it, it is Star Wars is based around medieval times in some ways, and incest was more common. In uh, the the era pre-science, where we understood that the family tree needed to fork. Uh, Never forget that the the blue bloods. The only kiss that was incest was Luke and Leia in the first movie before they knew they were brothers and sisters. And actually before... The writers had even yeah. decided if they were brothers and sisters. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that was a fun little fact that the, the writers didn't didn't decide that until later on, yeah, which there's... makes me look at those those movies completely differently. Yeah, but so, it's I mean, in the, it, but it's in that same movie that Yoda says there is another. So maybe they were referring to somebody else that they hadn't even planned on yet. But if Yoda was talking about Leia, then they did already have it planned. And maybe they were just hoping that you yeah, forgot they, by the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, they, they already had it planned. Um, there, there's a very clear scene. Well, well, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. I can't. We'll get to the incest stuff later, folks. Don't worry. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Todd, is it my turn? Yes, it is. Did you just go? Okay. And we're on number six. So... For my number six, I have episode seven, The Force Awakens. No. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Painful. 
<laughs> this is a good, well, good is a strong word. This is an okay movie that I actually don't mind too much. And all the movies from here on out, I consider in very high regard with one another. Even the prequels. And I think this is a good movie. It just doesn't stand out to me a whole lot. And, uh, kind of hurts to watch this movie knowing where the uh, the trilogy goes as a whole and mm-hmm. how they squander every bit of potential it has. Yeah. So yeah. I don't like it because of all that. It's not fair. Could have been good, but it was not. Anyways, Dave, it's your turn. So number six. Number six closing out the prequel trilogy is episode three revenge of the sith wow okay so yes i have all three of those in my bottom four. Oh, okay <laughs> huh. and again some pretty decent moments i actually enjoyed yoda fighting around with the lightsaber i enjoyed some of the fights and some of those things but just overall not what I needed in a in the movie so okay well now we are moving on into number five and as we get into the top five things are going to get a lot more exciting and in depth and as we talk about movies that we actually care about so this is going to be fun Preston start us off with your number five top five number five is The Force Awakens it, it's it's just the same movie as The New Hope. It's, you know, it, it's modern. They do a lot of very interesting visual uh, scenes, I think. But it, it's literally just a New Hope reskinned and and placed before you once again. Um, I feel like there. There's a lot more sense of, hey, we're just holding on by the seat of our pants and we're trying something here. And it leads to something very, it leads to a very satisfying ending, you know. And um, yeah, I, I think, I think it's a decent movie. I guess that's fair. But why? <laughs> why wouldn't I just watch A New Hope? I mean, why wouldn't you? You know. Well, I might, I might have a, a tiny bit of an argument about that later. I think it's, your, it's your turn for number five. Okay, uh, I, I was looking at this and I was like, "How is this a top five? This is not a top five. This is another one that I'm feel very middleish about." But then I remembered that. Uh, that Andrew, you just want to concentrate on the trilogy movies for right now. My actual number five is one of the, well, actually not one of the standalones, but one of the standalones is in my top five, which shuffles things around a little bit. So if you take those out and we're just doing the, the nine trilogy movies, then my number five is The Last Jedi. Uh, so let me see. Wow. Yeah, as far you, you chose as the last Jedi over Revenge of the Sith and Clone Wars. Oh yeah, 
So as far as redeeming qualities, the black, white, and red color scheme uh, with all of the green octo make this one of the more visually stunning movies. In fact, regardless of story, characters, direction, regardless of what you think story-wise, if you just pay attention to nothing but the visuals, I would actually consider this one of the top three most visually stunning Star Wars movies, just on that aspect alone. Uh, some aspects of Ray's training are good uh, whenever Luke isn't acting like a jerk. Uh, I do like the line, page turners, they were not, uh, spoken by Yoda. Uh, and the, um, oh, the fight between Ray, Ben, and the Red Guards is intense and uh, good combat scenes on crate. Uh, as far as the worst aspects, it's just plain weird. The bomber sequence makes no sense. Uh, it's a disappointment to see Luke grumpy and jaded. Uh, the Leia death fake out is stressful. Admiral Holdo, Holdo is an unlikable and counterproductive character. The connection between Ray and Ben is bizarre. The death of villain character Snoke and Phasma is kind of a waste and doesn't leave much for the third movie. And you guys have already kind of hinted at that. Uh, the fight between Ray, Ben, and the Red Guards is also brutal. I, I said it was intense as a good thing, but the bad thing is it's kind of brutal. It's like, wow, okay, this is not a... a I mean, yes, I know there's lightsaber fights and people die in other movies and somebody even gets cut in half in The Phantom Menace, but it's all kind of sanitized. But man, there's some nasty stuff that happens in, in that one scene. And then um, if Luke on crate is just a, and again, spoilers, if Luke on crate is just a force projection, then how can he give Leia the dice and what is the deal with the dice? The dice don't become important until like one movie before this. They've never been important before, but all of a sudden the makers of these new movies are like, oh, all along, these dice that are supposedly hanging from the windshield of the Millennium Falcon are a big deal. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, where do these dice come from? It's supposed to be this emotional moment. You know, Luke gives Leia the dice. For one thing, how can he do it if it's a force projection? Well, I guess the dice themselves are part of the force projection because I think they disappear too. But who cares about these freaking dice? They're coming out of nowhere okay so uh that's it the thing about the dice is a very fair overlooked point that you just made yeah i can understand <laughs> if they had been a part of the original trilogy and they wanted to continue it but it's like they wanted to invent this new thing and make a big deal out of it and it seems to come out of nowhere uh, that seems fair i suppose it's my turn to talk about my number five which is episode two the clone wars <laughs> Which is not whoa. as bad as y'all have been saying. Whoa, whoa. It's not okay. as bad as y'all have been saying. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, I'm sorry. Well, well uh, clarification. You said Clone Wars. Do you mean Attack of the Clones? Oh, yeah. My bad. Okay. I do mean Attack of the Clones. Because there was actually a movie called Clone Wars. Uh, but it was really just kind of like the first three or four episodes of the TV show, the animated TV show, when they were getting started and they kind of cobbled them together and then showed them in theaters as a movie. Uh, but I don't even know if you can get a hold of that now. It might be that it's just split up and they just show the episodes as episodes. Um, but yeah, I just, I just want to make sure you meant Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I meant Attack of the Clones. And, and again, just watch those movies. Don't watch the prequels. Or yeah. just watch that show. All right, so you're going to have to justify this a little bit. I know yeah. we've had conversations in the past and that you were actually one that felt that there was some kind of an emotional connection between robot Padme and 
stoic Anakin. Um, so maybe you should explain that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a that was a very very long time ago, so it might not be word for word what I said. Like, what was it like two and a half years ago? Dang, mm-hmm. I feel old. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, give, give it time, kid. But uh, uh, oh gosh, that's so long ago. Um, but <laughs> the the I really enjoy Anakin Skywalker as a character, and I really still do, and I really like um, him as a character as a whole. And I like the acting, and I like what it was done with him as a character. I enjoy most of that, except for the first movie. I don't like. That. But these two movies, I don't mind it at all. This, besides, Darth Vader is like my probably one of my favorite characters in film of all time. So you don't get Darth Vader without Anakin. So I love Darth Vader. So I love Anakin by transitive property. I mean, it's just, I really like Anakin as a character. It's fun to see his descent into the dark side. And I think Clone Wars is not as bad as y'all are saying. I enjoy some of the scenes in Clone Wars a lot more than in the new trilogy. Mm. See, I agree with you. I would love to see Anakin's descent into Darth Vader. Unfortunately, they just screwed that up in the movies and I never saw it. So (laughs) so I I am all for you. I love Darth Vader. I want to see that. I I just didn't. No, no. But that's just me, and I don't want to rat on you because we're, you know, we. But but yeah, let, 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 go ahead. Yeah, keep on. <laughs> but I like Anakin in these movies. I like. Mm. Okay, go. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I I enjoy the prerequisition to Revenge of the Sith, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Which I can tell y'all don't agree with too much. Mm. But that's fine. That's what this podcast is all about: differing opinions. You're right, and being discerning, listening to each other. And why do y'all do this to me? This is where I encourage any of those listeners out there that if they agree with Andrew, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your rating. You can email us anytime: discerninggeeks at gmail dot com. We would love to have your input, and we will put it on the air, I promise. Uh, yeah, actually, what would be cool is if people were to write in and give us their rankings, because this yep. question has come up quite a lot online, either on Facebook or Twitter. And let me tell you, everybody's list, all the lists, they're like snowflakes. Every single one is different. I, I'm not sure I've ever seen, and I've actually tried to look. I was like, okay, that one is similar to that one. Oh, no, they got these two reversed. Uh, this one, oh, this one's actually similar to mine. Oh, but no, they've got this one way out of whack. And yeah, I don't think I've ever seen any list the same. Yeah, well, I don't I don't necessarily think this is the best movie of all time, but I definitely think it's not bad, and it's pretty par for the course, and I definitely think it's better than some other Star Wars movies. And that's how I feel about this movie. Okay. There's a lot of redeeming qualities to this movie. Mainly the final fight scene is one of my favorite things about the movie, you know, but that's just me personally. It's okay if y'all see things differently, but we can't be friends. (laughs) So, 
When I was about your age, there was a soda called Surge. And we all loved it because it was edgy and, oh, you weren't supposed to have it. Oh, it might kill you. Oh, it'll stunt your growth. But then they re-released it and everyone tried it and they're just like, no, this is just awful. We were just edgy kids. And I kind of kind of feel the same way about that opinion. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to be different. I'm just trying. I actually enjoy the prequels a lot more than the sequels. And so that means I'm going to automatically, if I have the decision between two mediocre movies and one is in the prequels and one is in the sequels, then I'm going to choose the prequels every single time because I just absolutely despise the sequels. Did you really like PlayStation 2? I feel like you'd really like PlayStation 2. No. Uh, the only PlayStation 2... I have a PlayStation 2 because Dave had a PlayStation 2 and I haven't played it. And okay. It's Dave's PlayStation. But anyways, moving on to Dave's number five. Let's keep this rolling. My number five. Episode nine, Rise of Skywalker. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It's got to go somewhere. And, <laughs> it's got to be somewhere. I mean, sadly, it was not as bad as the prequels for me, and it gets rated higher than, you know, The Last Jedi, because I blame The Last Jedi for all the faults in The Rise of Skywalker. So, yeah, that's where it ends up. That's kind of the... Wowzer. Guys, maybe Star Wars isn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're just valuing it too high. Maybe just the original trilogy is good and everything else sucks. I mean, that's kind of the slow realization you have watching all of these back. Yeah. Maybe we idolize Star Wars too much and see it as something that's... Listen, so we're in the top four. <laughs> it wasn't really that good. Yeah, and Dave, so far, your bottom five and my bottom five are the same, just in a different order. Yeah. <sighs> okay, moving on to number four. More opinions, more <laughs> hating each other. As we get closer and closer down to the wire, it's going to get more and more tense. Lightning round, lightning sounds, something, something podcast, Joanna voice, alphabet. Yeah, let's go. Preston, start us off with your number. I have a controversial opinion, I think. I feel like half of The Last Jedi was an excellent movie. The other half of that movie was awful. And the problem is, is the the two movies that I say are exist in this movie, the good parts exist in both. Like, if I could strip a few things out of the casino chase and the ship chase, I would. And just stick that into the Luke and Ray, you know, Luke's whole character arc which i think is interesting because at the end of jedi luke skywalker is pretty much the perfect jedi he he's succeeded there there are no problems for luke skywalker so you you needed to give him problems you needed to give him an arc you needed to give him somewhere to go you know if you're gonna put luke skywalker in a movie he has to do something he can't just be space jesus and like solve all the problems he has there, there has to be an arc and the only reason why the third movie sucks is because disney has no courage 
no balls. They wouldn't let Kylo Ren be the villain. If you wanted to make a good third movie, Kylo Ren has to be the ultimate villain that he and Ray have to face off. And maybe they kill each other. You know, maybe that's just it. And, you know, Disney was never going to do that. There's too much money in, like, Adam Driver being charismatic. There's too much money in another, you know, another emperor figure figure to sell to everyone. So they have another emperor to sit in, in their, like, action figure collection. They were they were never going to do it. There's another movie in there. I completely disagree that we we kneecap the whole thing. Do I think Captain Phasma should have been killed off in this movie? No, I feel like that was a bad move. Mm-hmm. I feel like Lando should have been in this movie. That should have been the guy they were going to meet in the casino. It, it didn't need to be yeah. that long. I feel like the ship chase was decent. I don't think it was it was as terrible as all that. And I feel like if you're going to make it. So Leia has, you know, Jedi abilities, which is hinted at in the original trilogy. Like that's always been there. It's you gotta, you gotta do it. I don't know. You gotta do it slowly. You know, Leia has to be a Jedi in the same way that Luke became a Jedi. But you didn't let Leia become a Jedi in the third movie. You killed her off, which is terrible because you still CGI'd her young doing Jedi things in the middle of the forest and indoor in the third one anyway. So you could have CGI'd her into into this one and just let Carrie do the voice lines from a recording studio. You could have done this, but you didn't. You were scared and you wanted to make money. And that's why your trilogy sucks, Disney. Man up. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm not positive about that last part because I think uh, Carrie Fisher had already passed away by that point. So I think when they were using both her voice and her visuals, they were kind of leftovers from previous movies that they kind of cut out and they cobbled them together. So I don't know if they could have gotten her in the booth. I, I think she might have been gone by then. I think sure. I thought she'd finished filming. Like I thought like the filming had finished and she was leaving and passed. Uh, I'm not positive because you may be right. Maybe I'm misunderstanding, but I, I just could have sworn yeah. that she passed away in between movies, but I could be wrong. Yeah. But, but anyway, Disney, no courage, no gumption. None of that. You're, you're chickens. You're scared, and that's why your trilogy failed. That's that's the state of Disney these days, pretty See, much. It's not just Star Wars. It's, it's especially apparent in Marvel, Disney, and got no guts. I think I would push back just a little bit. We've already had one emo boy become the big bad, and I felt like it, it didn't work the first time. So... I don't know that it would have worked the second time. I wasn't that. Yeah, but did you did you have to go back to the Emperor well? No, you didn't have to go back to the Emperor well. No. But again, I blame that on the previous one. They The reason they did that was because it was like, oh, I'm just going to kill off Snoke. So, you know, <laughs> it was like. Well, Snoke was another Emperor. And I, I felt like that yeah. was interesting that they killed Snoke because it was like, 
okay, they're just going to build another emperor up. But no, you kill him off. That's interesting. Well, that was the whole point. It was like, oh, I'm going to kill off your big bads to screw you up on the next movie. I mean, I mean <laughs> look, look, I, I, I use wrestling terminology all the time. Yeah. But if you don't have a plan, if you don't have like a plan for your guys or gals, and you don't have a plan to get them to WrestleMania, then you don't book WrestleMania. If you just have one show, you book your one show and you let it go. But no, the trilogy has three parts. You got to get the WrestleMania. And if you don't have something for Mania, you get a mess. Your, your dog passionately agrees with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Todd, let's move on to you and your number four. Okay, uh, real quick, I forgot to mention uh, a letter grade for The Last Jedi. I, technically, according to my spreadsheet, I give it a B minus, but in my gut, I feel like it's more of a C plus because it's right down the middle. But now with number four on this list, we're technically getting into my top five because my actual number four is one of the movies we're not including here. But my next one is episode four, A New Hope. Uh, so the very first movie that started it all, and we've all seen this, so I, I don't need to go into it in detail. The best aspects of it are simply the world building, uh, because it's the thing that gets everything started, and also the character excuse me character archetypes. You know, there's the the scoundrel, the farm boy, the wizard, uh, the two sidekicks, uh, the way it introduces the story via the two droids first. Uh, if I understand correctly, that's based on some kind of Japanese movie that George Lucas was familiar with. Uh, so I'm sure that people out there have done all kinds of literary studies on on the movie and, and made all kinds of comparisons. And so that's kind of the, the neat thing about it is we can all identify with the movie in some way, shape or form. Uh, the reason why it's not in my top three or even top four, uh, the main thing is the pacing it is kind of a slow movie uh, for me. And then the other thing is that the training of Luke is kind of rushed and Obi-Wan doesn't actually do that much before he's taken out. Uh, so that's about it for me. Oh, and this one I do give an A- minus to A New Hope. So even as my number five, we're already getting into the high grades. Number four. Well, like I said, number five, if we were including the, the other two standalone movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, as we get higher and higher up the list, the movies get closer and closer and closer together. Because mm -hmm. Star Wars starts off at the lowest of the list. People hate those movies. Like, they are bad. They give them Fs, you know. But as you get higher and higher and higher, it's like A minus A, A, A plus, you know? Yeah. Like, they are all up there. They're all amazing movies. And that's why we love Star Wars. Because when it's good, it's so good. Yep. But when it's bad, it's just disappointing to fans. Yeah, yeah. But moving on to my number four. So, for my number four, and again, like I said, these movies are all incredibly close together. But for me... It is Return of the Jedi. Okay. Which is an A movie, and I enjoy it a whole bunch. But I just like other movies on the list better. And that's the only reason why it's here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Huh? So right. Moving on to David. My number four is Episode 7, Force Awakens. 
Okay. I'm right there with you on Todd. I think it was Todd who uh, did a new hope. Um, at the, in that number four, I'm right there with you, but I mean, here's the, here's the secret guys. Episode seven, I think it's already been mentioned. It's basically a remake of <laughs> the same movie <laughs> that they did already. Um, so I'm going to kind of give the the original the nod, and and the remake gets to fall just a little bit below it. So, but like I said, we're all in the A's now. So um, it's it's a top top movie, and yeah, episode seven is right there with it. Okay, all right, sounds good. All right, moving on to number three. So we're in the top three now. Things are getting exciting. What was each geek's top three movies from the trilogies? Was there consensus or rebellion in the ranks? How did Solo and Rogue One factor in? And what do the geeks think about the Star Wars TV shows? Tune into part two of this special Star Wars discussion for the answers to these questions and more. <laughs> 